Welcome to the Road Racers Podcast at www.roadracerspodcast.com. Now, get ready for the drop of the green flag. Welcome to the Road Racers Podcast. This is Derek Ross, your host of Road Racers Podcast. That's cars racing on road courses. Left turns, right turns, up through the gears, down through the gears, on the brakes, on the gas, sliding around, having a good time, rain or shine. Hey, and if you're not a big road racing fan, maybe just hang out for a bit, see how you like it. Strap into your seats, let's go to the track, let's talk to some people, have some fun when it comes to the world of road racing. All right, so we're sitting back with uh, Toby Grahovic. We got to chat at uh, Daytona just after qualifying for your uh, first round of the Coney Challenge for 2007. Correct. And uh, so pick us up from, uh, from Daytona. Never got to talk to you after. Yeah, we had a pretty good race at Daytona. We were real happy. We finished eighth, a nice top ten finish for our first outing especially since the team came together late and we made some improvements and during the week and we had a strong finish, long run. It was good. Excellent. So from Daytona, moved on to Homestead. That was the next one, correct? Or was it Iowa? I was yes, there. Homestead was next. Right. Um, about, we had about six weeks off. When, when was the Homestead race again? That was, that was uh, April 15th or 16th, somewhere right. that weekend. Right. And uh, Same weekend as Long Beach Grand Prix, right? Yes, same weekend as Long Beach Grand Prix. Okay, so how'd things go at Homestead? Homestead, we, uh, we started out good. The car was real fast in practice. And then uh, qualifying, we had a little problem. And I uh, had to start in the back. We didn't get a lap. So we uh, got to start in the back. And I started out in the car. And got a, had a good first stint. Got up to uh, like fifth or sixth place and handed it off to Pierre. And uh, Pierre was running fourth with, uh, at the two-hour mark. And uh, we had a little problem, a little mechanical failure, and uh, yeah, not such a good finish then. But the car was strong, so we're happy that we're, we're running up close to the front, so that's good. Yeah, I love the, uh, the, the classic racing lingo. Uh, <laughs> little problems and uh, just ka-ching, ka-ching, add the dollar signs, uh, things didn't go quite as expected. Well, that's, that's at least three or four dollar signs added. Right, right yeah. <laughs> Uh, for those just uh, joining us first time, uh, Pierre Kleinobing is uh, Toby's uh, main uh, co-driver in the Coney Challenge, and uh, Toby driving the uh, uh, Z4 of uh, Classic BMW, is that Correct, right? yep, Classic BMW Z4, car number 86. Right, and Toby Grahovic uh, we're chatting with, a uh, lot of uh, national wins, will be running again uh, this year in the SCCA Nationals, is that right? Yep, going to the runoffs again, for the, compete for the national championship, try to win it again, and uh, that's in October at uh, Heartland Park. Right, and you just had a successful, uh, we're chatting today here at the, uh, just outside of uh, Texas Motor Speedway, and you had a, this is the home of a successful uh, race this past weekend, is it not? Yep, uh, won the national here, to, and uh, now I'm qualified to go to the runoffs, the national championship, so happy with that. Excellent. You can concentrate on the Coney Challenge the rest of the year until October. So you ran the same car you ran in Coney Challenge here this weekend? Nope, it's a different car. It's a 2.5 liter. Right. And we have to we run a hard top instead of the convertible like you see in the Coney Challenge. And right. The Coney Challenge car is a 3 liter. Okay. So, and both uh, Z4s. Both Z4s. Right. And the Coney Challenge is a little more modified, different springs and suspension and stuff like that. If, power. if people see on track, same color combination or different? Same paint scheme. Same paint scheme. Same car number. Awesome. Yeah. Car number again is? 86. 86. Cool. And uh, for those uh, who may not know the whole background on the SCCA Sports Car Club of America, the system goes, you have to, uh, and, and help me on this, Toby, uh, 
if, correct me if I'm wrong on this, qualify for a certain number of races to be able to go to the national runoffs and national championships, correct? Yeah, you have to have uh, at least four uh, races, and uh, you have to finish top ten in division. So, and they take uh, your best six finishes. So, and which division are you running in? I'm running the Southwest Division this year. I've been running in uh, the Central Division the last couple of years, but since the team's based down here in Texas, um, it was easier for me just to switch divisions. Sure. Run out here. Have you run at uh, Texas World Speedway at all with the car? Yep. I uh, scored a, two victories there earlier in the year. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Now people are thinking, oh, yeah, you probably, <laughs> you probably knew that. I did not, I did not know that. So. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Well, great. Congratulations. Thank you. Now, uh, I was just talking with uh, John Barentine the other day. He was saying that uh, that Texas World may not be around that much longer. Yeah, that was, uh, from what I heard, it's going to be the last race there. So it was kind of cool to win the last race at Texas World. They're going to tear it down and turn it into apartments, which is pretty sad. It was a wow. fun course. Yeah, I hate to lose another track. I remember watching uh, an ARCA race there many years ago, and I think, uh, did A.J. Foyt set the close course speed record there in uh, Oldsmobile? I believe so. Years ago? Yeah. I think he might have to like up and check into that. Something. Yeah, if you folks listening, let us know on that. <laughs> You've got the research going there. Uh, give, a, give a shout to our comment line at 206-888-4202 and uh, help bring us up to speed here because... Uh, Toby and I are sitting here without internet access. We're sitting right. inside a mobile studio at the moment, which looks looks a lot like a minivan right now. But we're yeah, but it's much nicer. It's much nicer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so money goes a far away. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> so um, let's see. Now you did Homestead, and then uh, I know you got more races coming up here shortly. But you also went to Iowa. Is that correct? Yep, Iowa Speedway the following weekend. So truck drivers are busy running up to the Midwest from Florida. Wow, that, that's a bit of a haul. Yeah, especially next weekend. Uh, so I know a lot of people are talking about Iowa, and I know uh, IndyCar is going there a little later this year. Tell us, uh, tell us about your experience there. Iowa Speedway is pretty cool because big crowd, and uh, it was the first actual road course race there. It's mainly used for the oval, but they have a little infield course. I think it was 1.3 mile, so small course, but uh, everybody was really close in times. So I think the top 20 were divided by less than a half a second. So that's great. Yeah. I know you said that you were uh, embraced with open arms up there by the by the staff of the Speedway and fans and everybody up there. Yeah, that's probably the best welcome we've ever had at a track. And even like all the people in the town and everything were ever go out to eat and they all knew who you were and it's pretty cool. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, I've had the pleasure of uh, meeting Craig Armstrong over the years, who's up there at the track, and meeting some of the other people at other races through the year. And I know that some of the work I've been doing with the Indy racing side of things that they're just really excited to have us up there too. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. It should be a, should be an awesome event. Yeah. Now, do you go back there at all again this year, or just a one-race shot? It's a one-race shot, hopefully. Probably be back there next year, I presume. Right. So now, uh, where, where does the schedule lead from, uh, from this weekend on? We're, we're, uh, we're talking today here on the 9th of May. What's up next? Um, next uh, weekend, we're, or not this weekend coming up, but the following weekend, we'll be at Laguna Seca. And uh, have a new co-driver for that weekend. Pierre Kleinbing has a conflict, so we're going to have Leo Maya as my teammate, which will be pretty cool. He's got lot of success over the years and different stuff yeah and uh leo maya actually uh an interview with him over on the side pods uh, podcast okay, cool so yeah leo should be uh, fun in the car is he uh just this one race is a conflict with pierre or for future uh, right leo now again? it's a one race deal but there could be a couple others we're not sure waiting on schedules to be put out right so and so for uh, Laguna, it's a, it's a big haul from here. Uh, are you going to tag in some other SCCA events as well before 
uh, the championship at the end of the year? Or what's what, what's looking like the rest of your schedule? Where else do you go for, for Corner um, Challenge and with the cars? After Laguna, we go uh, the following weekend to Lime Rock, Connecticut. So another part, another big haul. As got, part of Coney Challenge. As part of Coney Challenge. Wow. Yeah, for the Memorial Day special that they always have there every year. I hope you have a, a diesel sponsor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we're looking for one if anyone wants to <laughs> sponsor us there. So Lime Rock's all the way up to Connecticut for Memorial Day weekend. Yes, from wow. California, Lime Rock, all the way across the country. And you'll race on Monday up there? Or Actually, Saturday? our race is Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, they don't race on Sunday for state laws. Right, right, exactly. So... I haven't had a chance to see any of the uh, events on TV, but I know they are coming up on TV, and they're on a tape delay basis. Is that right? Yeah, not all of them are uh, televised, but the ones that are are televised on speed. Right. Yeah, and I'm not sure what the schedule looks like for that offhand. All right, we'll check into that. Yeah. So what um, what else for the future for uh, for Toby this year? What's uh, what's of interest? Uh, what would you like your uh, fans and followers to <laughs> to hear or see, or uh, or you tell me? Uh, hopefully we'll have some good results coming up and at least get a couple podiums and a couple wins before the year's up and uh, get some get a little higher in the championship point-wise since we've had a couple DMFs the last couple races. But you've been doing some testing and it looks yep. like things are, are set to go now. The car keeps getting faster and faster, so it's always a good sign. And, and you do have a, another car waiting in the wings to, be, to, to have the final build done on that, too, that car as well. Is that right? Yeah, we do have a second car that they're... Uh, working on make improvements to and hopefully we'll have that up um, after Lime Rock maybe we'll have it for Mossport or the race after that right. how much of a time break do you get after Lime Rock to the next after Lime Rock, Rock we have uh, two weeks to Mossport so it's going to be tight to get that car ready by then but after Mossport I think we have another couple weeks break well and have you driven Lime Rock before yes I drove Lime Rock uh, a couple times I got my first uh, pro win there back in the Neon Challenge oh really uh, yeah, oh, awesome I didn't know 2000. that Cool. The old Neon Challenge. Yeah. Yes. It's quite the series. <laughs> it was. <laughs> All right, so you got uh, Mosport coming up, and I uh, know that's going to be a lot of fun. That's a personal favorite track of mine up there. The uh, Canadian Touring Car Challenge runs up there, and they have a, have a great time. And uh, so Mosport coming up, and then what's after Mosport? Uh, that's a good question. That's, yeah. <laughs> we'll check the schedule. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I kind of go by, look like three weeks ahead. Yeah. After that, I kind of. Right. Otherwise, I plan too far ahead, and it's yeah. not good. I got you. You can tell the effects of the uh, the AC is not working too well here in our mobile studio today. So it's, uh, <laughs> we're both sitting here sweating away, trying to pretend like pretend pretend like we're comfortable. And uh, I'm looking forward. You're going to take me over to uh, to Plano to see yep, uh, the, the new dealership. classic BMW dealership. They right. just moved there last month. Right. It's pretty cool, state of the art. So if you're down in Texas ever, check it out. If not, uh, go on their internet and check out their website, www.classicbmw.com. I hear it's just an absolutely fantastic showroom and dealership, and just people come in to see other from other makes to see how Eric has put that together to, to design and everything else, and it just works fantastic. Yeah, it's by far the coolest dealership I've ever seen. All the technology in there, it's outstanding. It's pretty cool. Well, that's great. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Well, Toby, I won't take up much more of your time. Uh, thanks very much for uh, chatting with us again. Uh, we wish you well on the upcoming uh, hauling back and forth <laughs> uh, uh, up next Monterey. Yep, Monterey. Straight to Lime Rock. Straight to Lime Rock. So uh, Indie Weekend, uh, we'll turn on uh, the internet or whatever and hook up with the Coney Challenge site and see how you guys are doing. Again, number... 86. 86, classic yeah. BMW Z4. Yep. Only uh, convertible out there, so <laughs> yeah. easy to spot. That's right. Just look through those uh, roll hoops and you see the guys inside. So Leo Maya uh, in car with uh, Toby at Monterey coming up this weekend and then... Uh, 
Then Pierre Kleinubing will be back in the car at Lime Rock. Excellent. Well, wish you best of luck. All right. Thank you very much, Derek. Thank you. The Road Racers Podcast would like to have your input. We're always looking to make this a better show, and we'd like to get your feedback. Now, there's two ways to do that. Please call us on our comment line, 206-888-4301. And please let us know which podcast it is you're commenting on. Your comments may be used in upcoming shows. So if you got a good idea and you want to hear yourself on the Road Racers podcast, call us in. Let us know what you think. Again, the number is 206-888-4301. And if you'd prefer not to have your voice on the show or not to be heard, then you can send us an email. Just do it to feedback at roadracerspodcast.com. Again, that's feedback at roadracerspodcast.com. Now, if you know somebody specifically that should be on this show, please let us know. We want to make this one of the best things you can find out there in the world of motorsports. This is Derek Ross, hoping you've really enjoyed the show. We'll see you at the track. You have been listening to the Road Racers podcast on Race Remote. Your host has been Derek Ross. To subscribe to the Road Racers podcast, and for all show notes and more information, you'll find us on the web at www.roadracerspodcast.com. You can also find us on iTunes. The Road Racers Podcast is a production of Race Drive Interactive Inc., providing winning interactive solutions for the motorsports industry. Road Racers Podcast is copyright 2008, Race Drive Interactive Inc., all rights are reserved. The Road Racers Podcast is a proud member show of the Race Remote Media Network. Motorsports at its best. No batteries required. For all the latest shows and updates, please visit www.raceremote.com. For marketing opportunities and more information, call our friendly marketing department at 818-430-RACE or see us on the web at www.raceremote.com Thanks for supporting motorsports. Now get to a race event and take a friend. I'll see you at the track.